0: You climbed as high as you could up the tallest tree you could find, but still found yourself in the forest. Welcome to The Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark. That threshold between the peak of fall and the depth of winter is the one season in the year that elicits some grumpiness in me. While I'd bet that I love the season of snuggling back into knitwear more than your average person, The cold temperatures without adequate cold for ice skating, snowshoeing, or cross-country skiing makes me edgy. Meanwhile, the background noise of thinking about whether we have enough wood to last the winter, whether there's anything I forgot to pick up off the ground before the first snowfall, and whether the driveway snow removal plan is going to work out has me distracted. What I really want to do is walk through the forest to collect small evergreen boughs to put on a pot of water on the wood stove to bring that moisture and scent of the forest indoors. And I am not alone in this urge to be surrounded by the color and smell of evergreens. Bringing evergreens indoors this time of year, in whole or in part, is a tradition that not only predates Christianity, but also has existed in many cultures around the world for centuries, if not millennia, on the winter solstice. Each place has relied on their own local evergreen plants to uphold this tradition, whether it was the evergreen laurel accessible to Romans, or the holly, ivy, and mistletoe available farther north, or the fir trees we find in North America and elsewhere. Even ancient Chinese and Egyptians brought evergreens indoors. Depending on the tradition, these evergreen decorations were not simply for aesthetics. But often a symbol of rebirth eternal life or even dissuading evil spirits from coming indoors on the darkest days of the year here in maine our native balsam fir gets a lot of attention for being the holiday tree of choice and the source of hundreds of thousands of wreaths if not more that come from maine but in addition to evergreen trees like pines spruces eastern hemlock and northern white cedar There are other evergreen plants that can also offer the sense of green rejuvenation we tend to crave often hiding under the snow, such as wintergreen, trailing arbutus, goldthread, partridgeberry, rock polypody fern, and Christmas fern. Why be an evergreen? Let's take Christmas fern as an example. This evergreen fern is found from eastern Texas, northeast through Maine, and into Nova Scotia. Their fronds are not at all lacy-looking, like interrupted fern or bracken fern can be. This is because the leaflets, or pinnae, are not divided. You are looking for these pinnae to be almost stocking-shaped, as though they should be hung by the chimney with care, with the toe of the foot along the central stalk of the fern pointing towards the tapered end of the frond. The rich, dark green color has a waxy texture, which is an important adaptation of this evergreen plant, It provides a protective barrier that helps reduce water loss from the high winds and dry conditions of winter. While I usually think of evergreens as a feature of the north, there are actually far more evergreens in tropical areas where even the broadleaf trees can be evergreen. Being deciduous or losing your leaves every fall is an adaptation to the cold, dry, dark winter season of the north. Why keep your big, broad leaves if there isn't enough sunshine to photosynthesize very well and you risk freezing or dehydrating? But there is a cost to that strategy. Dropping all your leaves robs you of nutrients which will need to be replenished from nutrient-rich soils in the spring, which takes a lot of energy. So we find deciduous trees in the north in areas with more nutrient-rich soils and evergreens in areas of nutrient-poor soils where that annual infusion of extra nutrients is unlikely. Since evergreens are equipped to function pretty steadily throughout the year without those extra nutrients in the spring, it's just the right spot for them. Are you more like a deciduous plant that goes dormant this time of year and relies on an infusion of energy in the spring? Or are you like an evergreen that adapts to keep a pretty steady pace throughout the whole year? The next time you're outside, you could try to find a Christmas fern and an oak tree and see which one you can relate to more this time of year. You can download this episode and find a link to our blog with the transcript, photos, information about podcasting and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Thanks for listening, and please join us on New Year's Day for another dive into the nature of phonology.